y'all. You're listening to Chicklet and Libations. We're your hosts, Amanda and Tony, and we're bringing you all the best in spicy books that we love to read. Chick Chat is a special segment we are introducing to the podcast where we get to know each other better, and so do our listeners. We asked y'all to send in some questions for us, which we are opening up blindly tonight and will respond to. So thank you all for sending in those emails. We decided to enjoy our favorite beverage for this segment rather than creating something new. So grab your own favorite bottle of wine and let's get chatty. We're sipping on a Sangiovese from one of our favorite local wineries, Bent Oak Winery in Cedar Park, Texas. Uh, Cheers to getting to know you better. Cheers. So... Um, wow. Excellent job. Like spilled right out of the gate. Spilling wine right out of the gate. That's <laughs> oh. how we do it around here. Folks. Folks. There's folks. not even an L in there. Not even folks. 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 <laughs> We're literally getting to know each other right now in our Literally silliness. my first sip. And All right. I spilled my wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to get you a bib. So we have a couple of emails here from our listeners. Yay. Um, one, we have listeners who actually engage know, and send us stuff. I'm so, so excited. <laughs> um, thank you guys, seriously, for pitching in here. So um, I'm going to open up the email and I'm going to scan through and find some um, questions here to ask. Um, one person says, oh my God, hi, I love your podcast so much. Um, I love this. Hi. And a few things she wants to know as someone new to smut, I need more recommendations. What's the first book you'd suggest to someone to read first? Who's new to this genre? Mm, Okay. That's a good question. Yeah. It makes you think. (sighs) Hmm. I, I feel like Tessa Bailey is a safe choice as like an intro to smut because, um, she puts a lot of smut and like the detail, the actual sexual content mm-hmm. is really, uh, is really, really phenomenal in her books. Um, but also she gives very, very likable characters. Yeah. Very easy to read. And you can like dive, like dive right in and you don't really have to know anything. You just kind of right. can enjoy it. Right. Um, yeah, I agree. I think that Tessa Bailey is a great first, um, like first timer introduction to the genre. I also think that Megan Quinn is probably a good Mm. option as well. Um, I know that in the smut world, she is pretty liked. Um, I've read, I know I've read at least one of her books. Um, and yeah, so I think that Megan Quinn, Tessa Bailey, I think those are both probably on the on the top of the list yeah. as far as someone who's new to the genre and wanting to know where to start. Yeah. Um, I did read a short story by Megan Quinn, which has been my only Megan Quinn book so far. Um, we have actually mm. one of her books coming up in the podcast. We do. It's on the um, roster. But the one that I read was, there was no smut in it. <laughs> so so was that? Uh, it was just like a short story slash novella. Like, I think it was maybe around the hundred page mark in its entirety. And it was like a holiday one. I want to say resting Grinch face. I don't know if that's the actual name of it, but well, I read royally not ready by Megan Quinn and it was filled with smut. (laughs) So it might depend. Now I do follow her on Instagram and I've been seeing her tease the latest book that she's coming out with, which I think is a hockey romance. If I remember correctly. 
I don't remember the title of it. So but okay, we'll probably do that one at some we point. We might be doing that one. Apparently, have a thing for hockey. Well, <laughs> the reason that it piqued my interest is because she um, was giving out teasers for it, and she said that the main male character actually has has a Jacob's ladder piercings. So oh, yes, that one. I was I like, what? what? Um, that was the first time that I had heard of that, of and that. so you had to. <laughs> Educate me on what it was, yeah. and I was like, "Oh wow, okay." <laughs> uh, if I you don't, to if you don't own. know, should we share what that is, or should we just let you Google it? <laughs> I mean, we if already you brought don't it know, up. I feel like we it, should we, just it, share it. Piercings might bring it up. Um, <laughs> a Jacob's ladder piercing <laughs> yeah. is a series of piercings, usually on the underside of a male's penis. Um, and it's multiple piercings. So it's, it's like all kind of shaft, looks like, right? yeah, it looks like it's like a ring progression, mm. um, like earring progression, but not in the ears. Obviously it's a penis ring, it's a cock ring, whatever. It's not a cock ring. <laughs> Anyways. Thing. So <laughs> cock ring is a very different not thing. Not I'm a cock sorry. Ring. Uh, but anyways, Jacob's ladder. Uh, yeah. So I'm very interested to see. How somebody writes about that. So um, I think that might have to be something that we end up reading. So um, I would say start with maybe one of those authors um, to get your feet wet. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Okay, the next question is, what was your first smut book? Mm. My first smut book was... um, It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. First ever. (laughs) Yeah, because I've only really been into the genre for, like, I don't know, the last year mm-hmm. or so. Yeah. Um, so I'd probably consider myself still relatively new. But oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was definitely, like, my first intro to um, more than just a closed-door, fade-to-black Nicholas mm-hmm. Sparks romance. Um, yeah, it was quite yeah. different, and I very much enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, that's a great book. Um, <laughs> what was yours? So I, like remember harlequin romance books and if i i mean it's been a while since i've read one but if i recall like i remember them being spicy um at least spicy to me when i was that young child Mm -hmm. (laughs) reading those young child how old were you i don't i've been a reader like an avid reader like my whole life um so I don't actually remember. I would say I was probably in like middle or high school. But mm. here's an interesting fact about me. I mm. sort of wrote a little bit of smut. You did? In the form of fanfic, which I didn't know that was what it was called because I would just literally like journal these these like stories that I wanted to happen with different characters, uh, different guys from the band in sync. So... <laughs> I legit used to write NSYNC fanfic where, you know, I was the love interest. Oh, I see. I see. I yeah, see. it was pretty awesome. So, <laughs> I, I'm actually curious if I have some of that stuff. Oh, my gosh. Yes, you have to look it up. I should look and oh, see if I have it. I did not know this about you, that you yeah. wrote this in your own fanfic. Look, I'm not a good writer. So it's, oh, come on. Um, Give yourself some more credit I mean, I might be okay, but <laughs> it was, uh, it was a lot of fun, but it was actually, so my friends and I would write notes back and forth to each other uh-huh. and we would like play into the story a lot. So we would be like, I dreamed this, this, and this happened and like writing out the details. And then like we'd hand our notebook to our friend, they would continue the story <laughs> and then we'd like pass it back and forth. Oh, and so hopefully. everybody was contributing to this like yeah. fanfic stuff. And I mean, I was also doing it on my own, but yeah. yeah. So 
Oh my god! There you go. So a little um, fun fact about Tony. Little fun fact. Now I also <laughs> did, don't think I went into like detail, like the books that we're reading and talking about here. Right, most of it was <laughs> most of it was like you know he put his hand on my breast or something like that. Yeah. I don't even know. I might have used different words too. I I <laughs> literally couldn't remember. I really hope I'm gonna get up in my attic and see if I have some of that. stuff. Please do. Away Please do. We're going to need to come back yeah. to that. At some point. <laughs> Re- revisit that <laughs> on the next chick chat. On the segment. next chick chat, we will be able to confirm That's or right. deny Who that Tony did indeed write. Not insane. well. I can. I mean, I can deny, confirm that it happened, confirm, but if I still have it, it, it's still in her possession. <laughs> um, okay. Next question: If you could be a character in any of the books you've read for the podcast, who would it be and why? If you could be a character, not be with a character. So this means you're the main character. Mm. Interesting. Any, she said, um, th- any of the books on that we've already that done, we've done on, on the, the podcast. podcast. So that's five books now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me think on that. How about you go first? Um, I'm going to throw it back to Georgie in the first book. Georgie in um, Fix Her Up. Mm-hmm. Because I loved that she was so confident in who she was Mm -hmm. and she was just like a little spitfire and I relate to that. Um, But I mean, I don't necessarily love the fact that she was like a, a birthday party clown, but um, (laughs) not a big fan of clowns. are Not a fan of clowns (laughs) at all, but I loved how she took something that, you know, I think we talked about this on the podcast that, that people like fear, like clowns is a big fear fear for a lot of people yeah. and I love how Tessa Bailey portrayed a super likable relatable character in that way mm-hmm. so that she felt real to you you know yeah very relatable so okay yeah I can I can get down with that yeah. um I'm kind of tied with two um and are you gonna say Kevin don't <laughs> Persephone, now hear me out, um, without the public sex. (laughs) (laughs) Can't get down with that. Um, But So what was it that you loved about her? Persephone? So, I mean, so much so that you feel like that's who you'd be. Mainly that she gets to be with Hades. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I'm being completely honest. I almost spit my wine out. Basically, (laughs) basically 90% of the reason why I and choosing Persephone as the first one. Um, no, just I just loved like the adventurous dark hero. I just, yeah, I like the brooding. I like the dark. I like the just cinnamon roll. I just like everything about Hades. Um, but I would not do the public sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a caveat. And then the other one would be Maggie from Maggie Moves On. Just yeah. because I really, um, I connected with kind of a lot of her character and, um, I liked that she was able to match Silas's banter and mm-hmm. she like didn't even have to like think twice. She like always had a response for him lined up and um, I don't know. I see a little bit of that in myself. So that's that's probably why I would choose both of those characters. Yeah. I mean, but. solid characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I actually attempted to listen on audiobook um to 50 shades of gray 
because um, after we did Neon Gods, some of our friends um, actually compared it directly to Fifty Shades Shades of Grey. Now, since Mm -hmm. I hadn't read it, I was like, well, maybe I should understand what it's about. I struggled with the writing so bad. I DNF'd it. I almost never DNF books. And I was like, I cannot handle this book any like it was it was repetitive she literally kept using words that i'm like people don't use these words in like normal banter and then Hmm. um the main character i can't remember her name all of a sudden i mean it literally was like so bad but she would have these these moments where she was like oh my and like before she like he would do something and she would be like oh my and all i could hear was george takei from um do you know George Takei? I know he's a little bit older. Like, I think his most famous thing was he was a, a in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, he <laughs> he's like coined for saying this. Oh my! Like, it's all like deep. So, and so, anyways, yeah. so I'm laughing about it because every time she's like, "Oh my," I was like, "All I can hear is the way he was saying it." Yeah. So I went and looked it up, and he actually reads excerpts from the book. So that he can do the do his little oh my <laughs> into this story. So it's on YouTube. It's very that was the most enjoyable thing about that book, um, and it wasn't even. <laughs> so wait, what was she like? What would she say? Oh my, to like um, she saw his red room and she like her jaw drops and she, oh my to the you know <laughs> stuff that he's got in there or something. But it was so repetitive. It was every time that something. That, you know, was startling. I understand that it's startling, but, yeah. you know, do you always just say, oh, my? Oh, like, my. you don't ever, like, I know a lot of people say, oh, my God, or, oh, or, or wow, like, oh, or, wow. right. But it was literally, oh, my, every, every single time. time. And I was, I was super annoyed. But that's not the only thing that was repetitive. And I was just literally like, I can't take this book. Yeah. So I didn't enjoy it. So sorry if you guys are big fans of that. I just, uh, I, the writing was... Mm. I don't know. Anyways, I I don't want to like yuck on somebody else's yum if that's your thing, but it just wasn't my personal it wasn't, thing. It wasn't so. your cup of tea, and that's yeah. okay. We all and have but Neon Gods definitely was my cup of tea. Oh so. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so it's like kind of hard to compare. Yeah, the two it then. is. But apparently, both of them have like a scarred male character who is now into, um, like acts of sex in some way. Like the guy in Fifty Shades of Grey is into the. BDSM stuff. Yeah. Um, Hades is into public sex. So like some of that, you know, right. there's a lot of parallels I could see. Um, but I, I think I liked the writing in Neon Gods better. Um, and there's like, you know, the series just sounds so awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm so excited about, I, I literally have the next three books in the series already. I cannot wait to read them. I have the second or I have the third one. Yeah. I loved it so much. You already read it. I haven't read it yet. Oh. No, I just, I love the first one so much that without doubt, I was like, I'm buying the next ones in this series. So, okay. Uh, The next question we have is, have you ever told a partner about a scene you've read in a smut book and asked to recreate it? Okay. So this is kind of uh, a Tony question. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Do we, do we need to hashtag you right now? No, we're good. Um, just kidding. So I, uh, no, I have not ever said anything about, uh, a book I was reading. Um, I did have experiences where like we saw something on like a movie or something 
and you, you know, but out. I don't know that we ever like talked about recreating it as kind of we were both drawn to trying to recreate it because we saw it together. So it's kind of a roundabout way to answer. It's yeah, not a smut book, but but yeah, like and along the same you, and, and I think that's probably pretty common for people to see something and be like, oh, I'm a, I'm interested in that, and then they pursue it, right? Yeah. So do you want to share like what movie it was? Oh my gosh, I couldn't remember. Oh okay. <laughs> No. Well, I can tell you one that I added to my bucket yeah. list. Yes, <laughs> do it. Which, again, I'm going to reference the one that we most recently talked about, uh, Maggie Moves On, where they go under a waterfall. Yeah. And I was like, yup, uh, add yes, that please. to my list. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please, and thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be doing that one yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but it's kind of funny because it, it makes me think of, you know, our friend in, when we did Neon Gods, our friend who told us about yes. um, throwing out her back because she was inspired by back. that book. So, Super inspired. Uh, so again, it's totally, absolutely something that people do. And I love it. I'm totally here for it. And someday um, I probably will. Yeah. Uh, me too. Me too. Yeah. If given the opportunity. Given the opportunity. Um, yeah, no, I think that that just Maybe that dugout scene... Oh my gosh, yeah, the dugout, the droids, droids, the droids, or the drones, whatever. (laughs) Okay, Um, have you ever been called out in public for reading smut? Like reading a book, a smutty book in public? Uh, No, I haven't. No, are are you brave enough to read them in public? Yes. Oh, good. But also, like... 90% 90% of smut books these days are disguised with these with, like, like cartoon, cartoon characters. <laughs> yeah, these cartoon and covers. I mean, it's not like the 50 shades used to be or like Well, but even that's clean. It's just a dark cover with like a yeah. tie I mean, or but something. But you can see it. like it's not like naked bodies. When you think like of like rooting, but ha- uh Harlequin books, right, where there's naked bodies all over the front. True. Like that you would assume is smut. So, I probably did when I was reading that kind of stuff because I was young and maybe I should have been reading it. But um, I I have no <laughs> issues taking my smut it. stuff out in public and reading no, it. I don't either. But um, also, these days you can also read it on your Kindle, and yes. so you can disguise it obviously right. that way. But no, I can you read it with like a straight face? Um, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, it's like you guys have no idea what's going on right. in my book right now, which is like, super delicious. Super that hot. You don't know what's happening. You just have like no idea. <laughs> It's a bit of that like voyeurism without it actually being straight voyeurism because they don't know if somebody looks up and sees you. They don't know that they we don't know, know that, that they know, know we know. Um, what's your favorite part about doing this podcast? That's oh, a great question. I, I really like that, that a question. lot. I love that question. I don't know if I can just pick one thing because honestly, I have truly really enjoyed the whole process. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with. I've loved creating like our um, like aesthetic mm-hmm. on our Instagram account, and then um, also just more recently getting to create these cocktails. Mm. <laughs> it's been like more fun than I expected it to be. I mean, like obviously it appealed to me to talk about books and drink every episode because yes. that's the whole purpose. <laughs> yeah, let's get drunk and but talk yeah. about smut. <laughs> but, um, that should be like a bumper sticker, right? Like. Hashtag or quotations. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk and talk smut. Um, no, but I've actually been enjoying that aspect more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd probably say getting to create our own unique aesthetic and then like brand, quote unquote, if that's what you want to call it. Um, and then the the cocktail part. Yeah. What about you? Um, you know, I really like, 
I don't know if it's because of my age or what, but every time that I have the opportunity to learn something new that I never would have seen myself doing at some point in life is really exciting. So when we started learning how to how to post and how to create and what software to use and kind of the behind the scenes stuff. That was really fun for me. Um, now I know it's, you know, it's not perfect. I have made a lot no, of work in progress. <laughs> edit, editing mistakes along the way, but I think that's part of learning about it. Right. Um, but I really it. love that part. Just learning how to podcast. If you can say it that way. Yeah. Um, but the, our book selections have been, I feel like spot on. Like we yeah. liked every one of them. We haven't come to, to the table and said, this book was crap. Like right. 50 shades. Of- <laughs> okay. <laughs> like Again, I can say I didn't no want to finish that you book. Like that. No, but I mean, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> what I mean by that is, um, you know, we haven't read a book where I'm like, I don't want to finish this book because right, it's so right. bad. Or and that's, this was so hard to get through or anything yeah, like that. I mean, come on, make it hard. But, um, <laughs> well, we want hard. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I think, yeah. yeah. But it's been fun. Like, I've also enjoyed, like, the laughter and the fun that we have when we're recording. Yeah, me I think, too. like, we our always, personalities together. We always have a good time. And I like, feel like we're great. Yeah, I think that we knew, I think that we knew that we would probably love doing this back when we were, because we would just, before we started doing the podcast, gosh, if we were sitting and just hanging out, drinking wine or whatever, drinking a cocktail, we could sit and talk for hours. Mm-hmm. And so it was that one one night when we were hanging out, I remember we were sitting on your back patio and that's when like the whole idea was yeah. born and we were talking, I think I was over at your house yeah. for like eight hours or something that day, just hanging out talking. But, um, but yeah, I like that. I like our, our dynamic that we have on the air. And then um, the only other thing I'll say is that I really like the creativity aspect of it. Just like that we got to create something from the ground up. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. our it's like our thing and just like getting to do and try new things along the way. Like we're trying this episode right. out and it's like, we're not, we don't have to fit into like a certain type of like mm-hmm. mold every time. Um, but yeah, I just really like the creativity yeah. part. Yeah, I agree. It's fulfilling. To yeah. Me. Like speaking of the creative part, when we did start talking about this podcast, I cannot tell you how many, because I'm a kind of a creative personality like I I think yeah. of a lot of creative things does not mean I follow through with all the things I think about right because there's sure. a lot of things that I think about um but I loved that like I immediately said something to you about this and you were like yes let's do it and then I was like great cool and it didn't just fall flat like you followed up and then I followed up and the next thing yeah. you know we were like creating this and I was like how this just happened. Like I'll tell other people we should do such and such. And it never comes to fruition Yeah, because it was just an idea. It was a fleeting idea. Right. So I loved that both of us like gelled with this idea so much that we were like, let's figure out the yeah. technology. Let's figure out how to make it happen. Let's start looking at recipes. Let's all, yeah. you know, all that stuff and, and come up with a, a lineup for the books we read. So yeah. all of that has been a lot of fun. Yeah, it really has. And I think that, it's just it's just fun because like one person has the idea. I just try to grab my microphone to drink it. By the way, that would it's about good. the same size as my wine glass. About the same girth. <laughs> um, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That. I totally interrupted <laughs> you. Um, no, I think it's been a really cool like going back and forth thing because we will play off of each other and like 
I think you had the initial idea. And then I was like, yeah, I am totally all for that. And then it morphed into creating our own drinks. And then we like pretty early on, I think we settled on the title. And Mm. then from the title from there, we just blossomed. And then I mean, I think that was the first thing that happened was the title. We were like. Hey, if we did something like this, what should we call what, it? And we started spitballing names. Yeah. We came up with chiclet libations, and then it was downhill from there. It was like mm-hmm. that was the biggest hurdle, and now it's just steamrolling. Uh, yeah, so it's just really fun. And then like, oh, let's just buy a mic on Amazon, right? And go from there. Okay, I'm gonna try this one. You try that yeah. one. Like, <laughs> and we'll then, try different you know, mics and see what works, and we'll try some headsets. Yeah, and, and it's the same with like editing the episodes, mm-hmm. and it's just been like a fun learning process yeah. with like some minor headaches here and there, but <laughs> finding more of our groove. Yeah. Um, as far as just like the technical things are concerned with the episodes and stuff like that. Yeah. But and then there's always like dogs barking in the background because yeah. I feel like almost every episode I've been pet sitting. So not oh, only yeah, do I have sure. my dogs, but we had my extra dog dogs. At one point I know like, Tanner's collar, collar, I think was like, like jingle bells, like jingle bells. You're always going to get something with us and yeah. it's not going to be all polished and perfect <laughs> ever, but we are not that in right. real life either. No, so, but I love that question. Um, okay, so you said one of your favorite things was like concocting drinks and coming up with drinks. So our next question actually says, how do you guys come up with the drinks that you make? Like, do you follow a recipe or tweak them or do you come up with them completely on your own? Another good question. Yes. Um, <clears throat> did you want to answer first? This or? is such a behind the scenes. I know, um, working. We do a lot of looking around at recipes. Usually if we have some sort of aesthetic going like, Hey, we want to like, we'll almost always come up with a name for our drink first First, based on something in the book. And that is what propels us into looking at drink recipes. So if somebody says, Oh, Mm. this character's favorite drink is gin and tonic or something, then chances are we're going to be looking at variations of how to use gin and or tonic Mm. in a drink to come up with something for the episode. It is unique. We actually haven't copied any recipes. Um, We have been inspired by recipes, but uh, we will tweak things or depending on what's available in the store, like all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's we alter like a them. Mixture of things that we do. It is a mixture, but they but none of them are directly somebody else's recipe. No, no, they're all our original own recipes, and yeah. um, except for wine, which we're having tonight. But this is for the wine, a yes. different situation because yes. um, you know we're just doing chick chick chat. This is what we often drink um, when we're just hanging out, yeah. and chatting. But um, but yeah, uh, for sure, we always land on the name first, and yeah. that's like. I feel like that's the most, uh, one of the, for me, it's the mo- one of the most exciting parts of the drink process is coming up with the name. Um, because then from there, it's like, okay, what do we want to portray with this right. drink? And like, like, for example, Sweet Heat with yes. Neon Gods, it was like, you know, a play off of like both of them, like yeah. Sweet Persephone and like all of the heat. Well, like the, per- like the whole like, pomegranate thing with Persephone. Yes, exactly. And then Hades, you know, God of the Underworld Heat, right? Like, so we put that size magpie we put together because um his nickname is Sai. well they often call him Sai, and he always calls her magpie mm-hmm. uh not always but quite often yeah. um and then georgie's crush because she had a big crush on travis, travis. 
So that one kind of seemed easy. Puck but Bunny was a good one. Too. Yeah, Puck Bunny was I mean, great. Honestly, I have seriously loved all of our names. That, like our <laughs> names, but also our drinks have been really good. We really haven't. I have actually made like, those ooh. drinks <laughs> since our podcast just to have them again. Yeah. And I'm not usually a mixed a drink cocktail person. Person yeah. like like if it's just me or if I have a couple people over, I'm not really mixing drinks. I'm like, here's wine. <laughs> Just like we're doing right. now. So it's Here's literally like I didn't put any effort. I just grabbed a bottle yeah. off my wine rack, right? Like yeah. that's usually my effort. So I'm like, I'm enjoying the drinks so much that I'm making them again, yeah. um, which I think says a lot too. So sure. give us some feedback. Are you guys making the drinks? Are y'all yeah, following any are, of the recipes? Do what do y'all like, think? Do you like them? Do you, what was your favorite one? Like we would love to hear because yeah. I think that we... Um, I think my favorite one so far was Sweet Heat with mm-hmm. Neon Gods. Like, again, it was like so we just said, good. I have not, I've liked every single one of our drinks, but and Sweet that black Heat sugar was probably rim that we did oh was so, that was perfect. I mean, and you just was like so had good. that live around. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this couldn't be more perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got the, I got those, um, I got black and gold and white colored uh, sprinkles for cupcakes that I did for a New Year's Eve party. Oh, okay. Black and gold and white. And so I had them, yeah, just colored sugar crystals. It was awesome. I mean, obviously, that's not going to make or break the drink, but I think it looked hella cool in in the picture for anything else. (laughs) We're into the little details, though. We are. We we like the details. We do do love stuff like that. Like adding Bordeaux-soaked cherries to our drink. Like, it's all part of it. Yeah, Yeah, we love it. So Totally. Um, Okay. What is your favorite book, any genre? Oh my gosh, that's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> Any genre? I mean, I'm always gonna fall back on Harry Potter. Uh, I know that's yeah. a series, but it's um, it's something I reread often, um, or I'll listen to. Like I own multiple copies of the books because I'm a nerd, and um, <laughs> I also own all of them on audiobook. So sometimes I'm like, I just want to read something. To it. But uh, yeah, listen to something, but I don't want to go through the hassle of like trying to pick out a new book. So mm-hmm. I'll just go to like my fail safes, right? So those are ones that they just, and, and like I grew up with the books. So for me, they have a really special place in my heart. Yeah. Um, so I know that uh, that's not one book, but a series mm-hmm. of. I think that's. Still, still works in yeah, this. Yeah, for sure. I it's kind of so. like I compare that to like I have my little gamut of comfort shows that I rewatch all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Friends, new girl, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> the office, uh-huh. <laughs> how I met your mother, like all of Chuck, like those are my comfort oh, I love shows. Chuck. Um, so I like equate Harry Potter in yeah. book form to be like a comfort book totally. series. So I agree with that. It's I, like a book in a blanket. It's like a, you know what I mean? Like you need to be, like you said, you comforted. Warm yeah. Inside. <laughs> You know the characters, you know all about you them, know you know what's the going to happen. And so also, like, when you deal with anxiety, like I do, um, when you already know what's going to happen, you don't have that aspect. Mm-hmm. And so that's what makes these things, like, mm. comfort. Interesting. Um, that's that's how I view it. Yeah, no, but I, I don't think I, do. I ever thought about that before. Like, like a person with anxiety, not knowing how a book might turn out or a story might turn out could flare that up. I, I yeah. never really thought about that, but yeah, yeah. totally. Oh, for sure. I definitely can like attest to that. Yeah. Um, I would probably say my favorite book, any genre right now is probably the tattooist of Auschwitz. Oh, okay. I've heard excellent things about that. 
I love that book for many reasons, but one being it kind of like got me back into reading. Like it was that book Mm -hmm. um, and I could not put it down. It was such a wonderful story. Have you read it? No. Highly, highly recommend. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Oh my gosh, I loved it so much. And it's one that I'll definitely be rereading. Just like really, really good. So that's going to be my pick. I have a hard time like reading like the tearjerker or the books that I know are going to be emotionally draining for me and usually like a lot of historical fiction is because it's based you know because it's so based on history it makes it um something that i you know i just feel it more deeply yeah. as i think you're probably meant to I because, understand you know that. yeah so a lo- i have to take those kind of with a grain of salt and be like okay i can do one maybe every six months <laughs> otherwise yeah. like it really you know it can really like um alter my my thoughts and stuff. Like I can get in a dark well, place. It's really good to be aware of that stuff. though. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's good. You yes. My books don't do selective. that to me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I will say in my younger years, um, like before I became an adult and like introduced into this world of reading, probably my most favorite book, um, was the last song by Nicholas Sparks. That was mm. like one of my go-to favorites to read. Of all the Nicholas Sparks books I've read, that's not one of them yet. I own it. I just haven't read it yet. Oh, you haven't read it? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. No, I loved it. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Okay. Um, the last question that we got from our listeners. Um, this listener. like the, Well, so of the people who sent us. Oh, they were. Those were all the this, These were all together. the emails. Okay, yeah, all the emails. It. I've just been adding, asking them. Got it. All back to back. Um, how do you select the books you're reading for the show? They're kind of random, wouldn't you say? Like, I I have, like, my certain sources that give really good recommendations for smut books. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to add that. So before, like, way before we launched this idea and started podcasting, I had, like, a running note on my phone mm-hmm. of, like, okay, I got to write down that title. I got to write down that title. Yeah. And then started slowly reading some of them. And then some of them I still haven't read. And now we have adapted those books into our ongoing list. So I feel like it's been kind of random. I don't know how you want to answer that. But. Uh, well, the, for the ones that I've thrown in the mix, um, so we talk about the books and we we say we want this to be in there or we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and for whatever reasons, I usually go, social media is where I get a lot of references. Like uh, I'm for Facebook, I'm in a couple of different book groups. Um, I follow a bunch of Instagram accounts. I have my own bookish bookstagram whatever um account and then other podcasts as well like listening to other podcasters um and sometimes it's authors that i follow and i'm like i really liked this author and so i want to read more of their Mm -hmm. offerings like tessa bailey she's a big one so uh yeah yeah i'd say that's yeah the social media and then just kind of like hearsay um, and then, yeah, I would say Bookstagram is a huge source of like, yeah, I mean, you can follow like all of our favorite authors and then you follow, they follow authors and then also Goodreads. Like I have co- gone on Goodreads and added a ton to my, um, my TBR. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I think that's, it's really easy to do that. Goodreads <laughs> makes it so easy oh my gosh. to see what Sometimes you like. when I just like, I do that for fun. I'm just like, I'm going to go on Goodreads and search a bunch of books and yeah. add it to my TBR. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's all of the questions that we got from our listeners. 
Thank you, everyone that sent in questions. Yes. We loved doing that. All the kudos. That was a lot of fun um, to see what people want to know about us. Uh, But also maybe that helps you guys, you know, categorize certain things for yourself. So uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, So now we're just kind of, we have a couple of questions that we don't know the other person's going to ask. We don't know what the question is. So um, we're going to continue to get to know each other and for you guys to get to know us through um, a few more questions. So... (laughs) Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I can go first. Okay. Um, so I'm going to ask you and then I'll answer my question yes. after you. Okay. Um, so who is your current book boyfriend? <sighs> That's an easy one. And I think you already know the answer because it hasn't changed. Uh, Brendan Taggart from It Happened One Summer. Um, if you haven't read it, it's such a good book. It's Tessa Bailey. Um, she kind of based the the main female character after Alexis Rose from Schitt's Creek, Creek, uh, which I just think is so fun because when you, if you just read, read the book and you didn't know that you would probably still enjoy the book. I mean, I certainly did. And then I found out that that's who it was based off. And I was like, I can totally see that hundred percent could and see you that. dressed up as her for Halloween. Last I did dress year. up as Alexis Rose for Halloween last year. Yeah. That was just kismet because I, I found a really good dress, a uh, deal on a dress. And so I got the dress and then I was, I was like, what there. am I going to wear for Halloween? Oh, I've got this dress. Cool. <laughs> it worked out. Oh, David. Oh, David. <laughs> you have to fold in the cheese. Fold it in. I don't know what that means. What do you just <laughs> fold it in? I'm a little like, bit. How do you Alexis. fold broken cheese? Alexis. <laughs> um, I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. I like your choice. So Brendan, he he was just such a strong male character. He was a lot of fun to read on the page. He's even more fun to imagine in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know that he went with Piper in the end, the but also I'm still available, Brendan Tiger. <laughs> Okay, that's your fiction. I'm still here. Okay. Hey. Now, I still haven't read the second in that series, I The know, Hook, Line, and Sinker. It's, so yeah, I, I think it's actually, it's we list. talked about it coming up in the podcast too. Yeah, so. I think it's it's down there in the roster, but it's yeah. it's definitely coming up. Um, I'm excited about that. Well, and he is the um, book boyfriend bookmark that I He is. Yeah. Around, you so. went and got, got our group of friends, yeah. um, everybody, their own book boyfriend based on who we all were crushing on. And Which that's who I got. Really great it's really cute. Etsy small shop, by the way. It's called Steph's Books Book Therapy is the tagline. So if you want to look her up, she has tons and tons yeah. of um book boyfriends. And they're cute. They're available. good quality. Like laminated They're very good quality. And I love that she like really nails the details with every single one of them. So <laughs> it really is. <laughs> All right. So who's yours? So my current book boyfriend is Definitely Atlas Corrigan. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it at, ends and starts so with us. many people love Atlas. I like, I don't even know, I don't even know where to begin. You gotta I share just, him with a lot of people. He, I know just that's the one thing where I'm like, everybody's out for Atlas, but um, <laughs> no, Atlas just has my heart, and he sealed the deal with um. When I read It Starts With Us, the second, like the sequel, oh my gosh, I loved that book so much. I like both of them, yeah. but I loved that one. I can't tell and you I how many people I've had to like tell, like, you have to read It Start, I mean, It Ends it With Us first. first. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, that's so backwards. But and I'm like, it start with, yeah, it, start, it no, should start no. with us and then it's end the with opposite. us. No, no. There's a reason <laughs> for it. Um, no, I just think that. <laughs> 
Atlas doesn't have a single bad trait or bad bone in his body. And he is just the epitome of like, I don't, I don't even know. There's just so many things that I could gush <laughs> about this friggin' fictional character. He's a very strong lead. Like, oh, he's so strong. He's protective. He's, he's desirable. I he's kind. He is. And that's also your book boyfriend bookmark. Also, that's my yeah. That was my uh, my boy uh, book bookmark boyfriend. But there's just I just can't say enough about Alice, and so. <laughs> Um, super excited to see this story and these characters come to life on the screen. Uh, yes. Um, I think everyone in our friend group has been like closely following. Well, and now they've cast Atlas finally. Um, we were waiting for that forever. Day. Yeah. Thank God. I was like, when are you? We got, <laughs> we heard about Ryle and, um, and Lily. Lily like immediately. Mm-hmm. Although I'm still going to say, I think Blake Lively should have been Verity. For sure. If you're going to do a Colleen Hoover book. To movie with Blake Lively, I feel like she would have totally knocked Verity out of the park. Oh, for sure. After she started A Simple Favor, I was like, yeah, she can definitely <laughs> pull off Verity. She's a great actress and she's she gorgeous. Pull off a crazy bitch. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but I don't know anything about um, Justin, who's playing Ryle, or I'm blanking on his name. They just announced his name. He's on uh, one of the Yellowstone. He's on 1923. Um, yeah. And I haven't seen any of that with him in it, so I don't actually know his character either. I'm blanking on his name too. But um, you never watched you never watched Jane the Virgin. No, I didn't. Ugh. He was in that. That's one. one of my favorite. That's like we were talking about comfort shows earlier. Yeah. Um, that's one of my comfort shows is Jane the Virgin. I've watched it all the way through, probably at least three times. Wow. Um, but Justin Baldoni is one of the stars on oh, the show. Does. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then, um, but aside from his acting, he is a really good director. I don't know if you watched Five Feet Apart. Because he directed that. I don't think so. Highly recommend that movie. It's a tearjerker, but it's really good. It's also okay. a book. Okay. Um, Wait, maybe I did. They were so both like terminally ill or something? Um, They both had cystic fibrosis. Okay. I wouldn't say like terminally ill. I kept thinking it was going to be like a fault in our stars, but I think. Talk about tearjerkers. Uh, no joke. John Green. I'll, I'll I'll never forget. There's this meme after the Fault in Our Stars. It's the Tears in My Eyes by John Green. <laughs> tears in My Eyes by John Green. Because all of his books make you weep like a baby. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the only thing I've read of his, but I enjoyed it a lot. I definitely cried. Oh yeah, I like yeah. So. Okay, what's a book that you always recommend? Like, it doesn't matter what their preferred genre is or anything. You're just like, this is a go-to recommend. I'm going to have to go with the Tattooist of Auschwitz again. Mm, okay. Um, because it, it's not... Because I'm like, if I'm talking smut, then I would recommend The Idea of You. But not everybody is going to want to read that. Right. And so if I'm just going up to a stranger on the street and they're like, hey, what's your favorite book or what book would you recommend? <laughs> I'd be like... Oh, you should totally read this. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> no, I probably have to go with the tattoo list again. Okay. Awesome. That one or um or the giver. Oh, Lois Lowry. Yeah. Excellent book. I can go with either one of those. What um it would be In Five Years by Rebecca oh. Searle. I don't know if I'm saying her like this. S-E-R-L-E. Loved it. It was beautiful. Um, I like to tell people like it's not the like I was a thousand percent sure I was going to hate that book based on the synopsis, but it was recommended. 
So I read it and like by the end I was like, it wasn't the love story I expected it to be, but it was the love story that my heart needed. And that's how I tell people about it. And then almost always people are like, that's a great way to put it. So, um, yeah, it was so beautiful, so beautiful. And I don't want to like give anything away because, you know, do you know anything about it? I don't. So, um, the synopsis, if you read the back is that this woman has, uh, she like feels like she falls through like a time loop type thing where she ends up five years in the future and she sees like a day in the future and it happens to be with this guy she's never met and all this stuff. But I think she's in a relationship when at the very beginning of the book. So she's trying to figure out how this scene with this guy happened uh-huh. in five years. So then she, so then it goes back to her regular life and she's got to live out those five years. Huh. So she meets the guy and then he has like a, he has a relationship that you kind of are wondering how things are going to play out. Uh-huh. It's beautiful. Interesting. It's so beautiful. I'm going to need to add that to my TBR. I mean, oh, talk about cry. I cry like beautiful tears. Not okay, like so I read that hurt. and you need to read Tattooist. Okay, deal. Deal. I'm going to add it to my TBR. All right, shaking, shaking on it. On it. <laughs> By the next time we have chick chat, we will have read these books and we'll there be able go. to share about that. Love it. Okay. All right, you're at the next question, I think. Okay. Um, okay, so this one's just kind of like for fun. I mean, obviously, it's for fun. This is not <laughs> ever going to happen. Um, but fuck Mary on live. Oh, okay. Anybody. <laughs> what? Oh, no, I'm sorry. You have to give me people, don't you? Oh, yeah. Don't you I have mean, to say, like... <laughs> Your people are these. Who are you going to okay, fuck? So who are you going to marry? Who are you going to unalive? I'm going to go. <laughs> I totally didn't prepare that. I just wrote on my thing, fuck, marry, unalive. <laughs> um. <laughs> Wait, am I wrong? Don't you have no, to? No, no. Okay, I'm going to okay. go Marvel. Ooh. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is going to be interesting, y'all. This is going to be interesting. Okay. Between. Captain America. Oh. <laughs> Iron Man. And Star Lord. Who would you fuck Mary on a Seriously? <laughs> Thank you for not putting Thor in there. I would not have been able to. I was a- Listen, you're welcome because I was about to <laughs> throw in Thor, but I'm like, no, no, no. Okay. Fuck Star Lord. Okay. Okay. Is that only once? You only get to do it. You only get to fuck it once or? Only one time. I'm make it a good. Okay. Make it a good fuck. <laughs> Please make it memorable. Um, Mary, you got to know this. Captain, Captain America. America. Oh my God. I love, I love me some Steve Rogers. I love his morals. I love everything. Mm, yeah. Um, so unalive Iron you're, Man. You're I really have to unalive Iron Stark Man. Who took down uh, It's because he's my namesake. Yeah. I can't. Wow, I thought that was the wine. I don't, I don't know what it would be like to fuck or marry somebody with my exact same name. <laughs> Tony? This is Tony and Tony. <laughs> Tony fucked Tony. That just sounds like I'm doing it myself. Like, Whoa, hold on a minute. You would have the same first moth name. No, I wouldn't. If you Tony married Stark. If, if I married him, him, we would both be Tony Stark. <laughs> Oh, 
Mr. and Mrs. Well, this Mr. is the ultimate Tony confidence boost. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Tony Starks. Tony's Stark. They're they're Tony, both Tonys. They're Tony's both Starks. Stark. <laughs> oh man! How do people You're do like, it? Hi, this is my husband, Tony Stark. Yes. This hi, this is my wife, Tony my Stark. Wife, Tony Stark. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Could you just see the confusion? Yes. Tony and Tony so Stark. I, I Stark. Said, You're. You're Tony but, Stark. Okay. But, but you're Tony Stark. Yes, we're both Tony Stark. <gasps> what if it was like, okay, not necessarily Tony Stark, but what if it was like two gay guys or okay. w- or uh, lesbians or whatever who had the exact same name and then got married and took the other's last name? So it'd be like Amanda Baldoni and Amanda Baldoni or something. <laughs> it's like name inception what? or something. I don't so, even It's making my head so hurt. Weird. I don't even know. <laughs> Okay, I liked that. So who's yours? You have to give me the people. No, same people. Oh, the same. Right? Isn't that? <laughs> yes, same people. Same answer. Except you wouldn't, you know, be Tony Stark also. <laughs> I don't, I don't, because it probably would be the same answer. So give me, give me three different Marvel characters. Okay. Falcon. Okay. Thor. Groot. <laughs> Bro. Uh-uh. I want to redo. Anybody. I want to re- Groot. Really? Groot, Groot has all that wood. <laughs> uh-uh. Pick another one. What? No. You have to do it. Okay. I can't change the game. I already gave you three people, bro. You got to do it. give me again? I lost <laughs> it after okay. Groot. Falcon. Thor. Groot. Okay. I would, <laughs> uh, I would fuck Thor because he's too complicated to marry. I would marry Falcon and I would kill Groot. You would kill Groot? I would unalive Groot. Excuse me. <gasps> Why would you unalive Groot? What's he going to do for me other than say Groot's I am Groot? Wood. I Groot's am Groot. All, you just got to learn how to speak his language. We're going to stick that anywhere. Well, he can grow it and like shrink it at will. <laughs> Can't they all? <laughs> at will? I don't know about that. I mean, maybe, maybe this, maybe these superheroes could. Okay, give me another. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not how the game works. Hold on. Okay, I want another round each with Marvel. Oh, so I'm gonna okay. ask you three more Marvel. Um. Okay, let's go. You're just mad at me for saying Groot. Uh-huh. Now you're gonna give me like Drax and <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, Loki. Okay, Hawkeye. The Hulk, not Bruce Banner. I literally the Hulk. knew you were gonna say the Hulk. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you would. But we're, this is like all the stuff that we know about them all the way to like the most current movie. Correct. Okay, so there's a lot of character development that has happened. So, although no spoilers, because I haven't seen the most recent few Marvel movies. <laughs> okay. Dang it. Um, I'm going to unalive Hulk. Really? Yeah, because if I could take down Hulk, like, I'm invincible. Okay, okay. And then I would... I would fuck Hawkeye and I would marry Loki. Interesting the God of mischief. Choice. 
Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be a fun marriage? God bless you. Like, wouldn't that be a fun marriage to be with the God of mischief who's just like... I don't know. I feel like I'd get really frustrated because he can just like disappear all the time and like... (laughs) Excuse me. Are you allergic to me? I'm allergic to something. Something up in here. Okay. So, um, let's go with Drax, since you didn't say it. You are the worst. (laughs) You have to kill somebody, right? Unalive. Um, I'm sorry. Unalive. Um, okay. Hmm. I have a character in mind that I want you to say. Do you want to tell me? No, I want to see if you'll guess it. <clears throat> if I guess it or if I give it to you, give you it, him, her, <laughs> them. <laughs> Is that Iron Man that you're doing with your arm? No. Oh. No. <laughs> no, I already know what you would say. I already know what you would say. Oh, you do on. not get Winter Soldier in Why this Why don't I get Winter Soldier? <sighs> you don't know what I would choose. Yes, I do. Oh, you don't. You would marry that guy. <laughs> Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. You're not. I'm not wrong. wrong. <laughs> not completely wrong. Okay. Who did I say? Drax? Drax. <laughs> That's it. That's all we had so far. Black Panther? Thanos. You are so regretting playing this game with me. Why are you being this mean to me? <laughs> well, we all know I'm going to unalive Thanos. Thank you very much. Well, obviously, he deserves it. <laughs> what? He's so funny. I guess I... <laughs> okay, we're a winner soldier. You can put him in the mix. Well, who is he taking the place of? No, he's not going to take the place. So you get two fucks and a Mary and an unalive. Okay. R.I.P. I know that's hard. You got to think of Disney Atlas Corrigan. <laughs> <laughs> so you could fuck him all day long? Yes. <laughs> Not the Winter Soldier, dude. Throw you off the island. Oh, did I just say movies? Any fictional. So it could be books, movies, whatever. A made up person that exists. Oh, man. Jack Dawson. Jack Dawson. From Titanic. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot that was his last name. <laughs> I'll never let go, Jack. Except okay. she does. She oh, totally never does. get over that. Um, you said three? Three. Atlas Corgan, Jack Dawson, and William Wallace. Wow. And why? They're all just really nice to look at and like protective men. And William Wallace could hunt and kill anything for me. <laughs> um, but he dies. So does Jack. <laughs> True. Oh, you go for all the dead guys. I know. So um, just Atlas is really the only one joining you on this island because everybody else died. You didn't say that I had to <laughs> nope, choose a I, I did. You're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Can I have a fourth? Um, I'll give you one more. Okay, Jon Snow. Okay. Game of Thrones. Always and forever. Always and forever. I don't really Over have like, Atlas? huge reasons why I choose these characters. They're all just like some of my very most favorite male fictional characters. 
Also, I didn't say you had to choose male. I know you didn't. You don't want to be on an island with any other girls. You're like, I don't need competition. (laughs) No, I don't want any competition. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Okay. What about you? I'm going to pick Brendan Taggart because brown chicken, brown cow. Um, Chandler Bing to keep me laughing the whole time. Mm. Keep me entertained. I think he'd be a lot of fun to be trapped with. He would. And then I'm taking Hermione Granger because bitch will figure out how to get us off of that. She's okay. getting like apparatus. Yes, she is. <laughs> I like it. I like I it. I love it. You know, so I wouldn't be there for her. long. Once I have all my fun with Brendan, she can get us back to, you know, real if life. I, if I did choose a female <laughs> character, I had thought of Katniss Everdeen because she oh. was pretty like good with a bow. And do you remember when people used to like um, do the name? Com- I mean, people still do the name combinations. I forget what it's called when they couple them up. And it was like, so is it cat pee or penis? <laughs> For Katniss and PETA. You're right. <laughs> is cat <pee> or penis? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was so long ago. <laughs> I don't, like, it sticks with me. It doesn't even matter how long ago it was. I oh think about gosh, it all the time. But that is hilarious because it totally segues into my next <laughs> question. What, cat piss or penis? <laughs> Or Which Hunger is, Games. No, it's a <laughs> Divergent or Hunger Games series and why. Oh, golly. What, to like live in or to read? Live in. <sighs> if you Neither. could choose to be the leading lady in, if you were with the leading oh, lady so in if either I was one of those. or Tris. I don't. Which. Well, Tris gets four. Hmm. Which series would you choose and why? I'm going to say Divergent because of four. I mean, hands down, he's one of the best. I love that guy. That was my answer, too. Oh, yeah. It was a tough one, but ultimately I did choose Divergent. Yeah, plus there's more like, I feel like there's a little bit more freedom, which is a weird thing to say. There's a little bit more freedom in Divergent than in um, Hunger Games, because if you get called to the games that's it for you like you don't get yeah, there's not like imminent death in divergent right <laughs> like you're still running from yeah. stuff but like there's you can still hide you can still like yeah. there's other things so <clears throat> plus you know Katniss ended up with Peta. oh so you were team Gail I was not team Gail I just wanted like I think she ended up with the right person I just wanted Peta to be like A, sh- a stronger person. I can agree with that. Physically. I, I think to a certain point, though, he was completely broken down by the Capitol. He was he was exactly who he was supposed to be, exactly who he was written to be. Just in my head, I wanted a more, like, masculine, like, uh, not masculine, a more, yeah. uh, uh, like, Manly. bulked up. Yeah. Kind Physically. of guy. But it makes sense. Like, his, his skill wasn't hunting and doing right. all, of, like, the heavy lifting. It was... Um, you know, being camouflaged and all of that stuff. So, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Yeah, that was my next question. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is the worst date you've ever been on? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. Worst getting date. to know you. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good question, and I've had so many terrible first dates. <laughs> Where do I even begin? Like, Not just first date, like any date. What's any your date? worst date? Okay. <laughs> so I went out with this guy who I had met like 
think on like the last week of one of my jobs before I left. And we had initially like bonded over the fact that we were both from Michigan. And um, it's like, I was back when I was working in one of the, I was working in the hospital. And he wasn't like medical or anything. He like worked and did one of the like supplies. Like he was doing supplies and stuff like that. And so um, we, uh, I was like, oh yeah, it's like fun, like chatting or whatever. And uh, too bad I'm like, you know, leaving this job (laughs) like tomorrow, that kind of thing. And so he ended up getting my number from one of my old coworkers. She had asked if, like, hey, he was asking for your number. Can I give it to him? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And so um, we texted back and forth. And then he was like, oh, have you ever been to the rodeo? And I was like, no, actually, I haven't. I've always wanted to go. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, um, me and my friend were thinking of going. Like, do you want to come? And I was like, uh, okay, like, I guess. And so I end up meeting him at the rodeo, him and his friend, his guy friend at the rodeo. And what ensued was the most bizarre date I've ever been on because it was like I was on a date with both of them. Oh, (laughs) I was like, some girls dream of that. Sitting in between them and they were like, both asking me questions about myself and I was just sitting there like this is really this doesn't seem normal (laughs) and then like I mean okay the rodeo part was fun and all but I was like why am I on this date with these two guys yeah and so at the end of the night I kid you not they both walked me to my car not just the guy that I was supposed to be on Did the they date with. Kissing you, please tell me they did. They I just need to know how both walked me to my car. Neither one of them kissed me, thank God. <laughs> but they both gave me a hug. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like it's a different kind of double date. <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? This is so weird. They both walked me to my car. They both hugged me and said, "Thanks for a great night." <laughs> wow. And then I left and I never, um, I never talked to either one of them again. Did they either one of them reach out? Like, well, the guy that I was supposed to be on the date mm-hmm. with did, but I was basically like, oh, so thanks for being in a really awkward position. This was interesting. Um, not really feeling it, that kind yeah. of thing. And then he still continued to try to pursue me yeah. even after I was like, oh, I'm not really interested. And then, like, months later, he found me again on a dating app mm-hmm. and was like, oh, don't I know you? Like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, no. Block. No, you don't. <laughs> no, we have no Never idea. talking to you again. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is that. That's awkward. Uh-huh. I was like, why did you bring, like, don't ask me out on a date if you're, like, bringing your buddy to yeah. the rodeo. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. Maybe if it wasn't a date and it was just, like. I, that's awkward. If it was just like friends hanging out, like, hey, do you want to go to the rodeo? That's different. But yeah. So what was yours? Okay. <laughs> so mine also involved two guys, sort of. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So when I was younger, um, I worked at a place where, with my best friend, my best friend and I worked for the same company. And we were friends with these three guys who they were all like best friends. And um, I really liked this one guy. And he didn't really ever 
show, show that he was interested in me. And then Valentine's Day came around and one of the guys asked my friend to go on a double date. Like, hey, do you want to go to the Olive Garden for Valentine's Day? So I kept dropping hints to the guy I liked thinking, are you interested? And he was like, Valentine's Day is so stupid. I don't want to go. Like, it's like it's a it's a card holiday, blah, all that crap. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, so obviously he's not going to ask me. So then the other guy in their little threesome asked me to go on the double date with the two who had already said that they were going to go on a date. And so I said, uh, sure. I mean, I have nothing else. The guy I like is not going to ask me. So what does it matter if I go with his friend, right? Mm -hmm. So I thought we were just going as friends or whatever. Bought me flowers, brought me candy, all that kind of stuff. We're standing outside waiting for our table. As we start walking in the door, the four of us, the guy I like shows up with flowers and a card. And he comes up to me while I'm on a date with his friend and a double date with his well, with his two friends and my best friend. Yeah. And we're like walking into the restaurant and he shows up and he's like, I don't, I don't want to like interrupt or anything, but here, these are for you. And he like, like shoves them at me, the flowers in the car. What I was on like, earth? This is so, you told me this was yeah. a stupid holiday. And I didn't know that he, I don't think he ever liked me because he never, like I flirted right. with him more than he ever flirted with me. With so you, I was like, yeah. it's not going to happen. Right. So I opened the card because I am dying to know what the heck is he possibly could have had to say to so much. So to show up where we were having our date in front of his friends. Yeah. It was a whole thing. So I opened up the card and he literally had said like, I'm in love with you. I, you know, what? I hope that you'll go on a date with me after this. And I'm like, I'm on a date with your friend. And you show up with a card that tells me that you are in love with me. Like I know. <laughs> so then that was the beginning of the thing. So the whole night I'm thinking about this card and this guy that I like. And I'm like, damn it. Like, what am I supposed to do? And oh I knew his God. friend actually liked me. The one that asked me out. And I told him, I was like, I'm not interested. Cause you know, I like him. Right. Uh, but he was like, no, it's fine. Let's just, let's just go as friends. But then that guy continued to ask me out afterwards. So then I had both of them ask me. And I was like this, I'm in the middle of like, I don't know what to do now. Oh my God. Super awkward. Yeah. Anyways, it all like went away. Like everybody, we never, none of us ever like actually dated. Um, How so bizarre. It Why was would so you weird. do that to I show like, up? I don't know what you expected this to do. Why would you just show up at a. Anyways, so that was that. God bless you. Excuse me. Definitely allergic to something tonight. Um, it's probably me. Is it the wine? Are you allergic to wine? I don't know. If you could be any type of animal, what would you be? Any type. I would be a giraffe. Okay. Because then because I would be tall. You would be a lot taller than you are right now. Look, I wish it was a little bit taller. I wish I it was, was a baller. <laughs> I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. <laughs> um, no, I love giraffes, and I think a giraffe. I like it. Yeah. I would be an otter. An otter? Yeah. Because I love the water. Oh, and they just live and swim, and they go. They can swim really fast. Yeah, um, and they're adorable. Yeah, can they? Out, they're so can cute. Can they outswim sharks, alligators, Loch Ness monster? I don't know. Why are you talking about bad things? Because that's exactly where my head goes when I think about <laughs> being in the water. Oh, things you're the, afraid of. The Loch Ness monster. <laughs> <laughs> like, why the Loch Ness? <laughs> What's your favorite thing about yourself? My humor. Aw, mine too. Yeah? I mean, about me. 
Yeah. Yeah. See? We're just right there. We're hey. Connected. That Love was it. a very easy question because we didn't really have to talk about it. That's We're it. both hella funny. We're just so funny. That's why we do this What podcast. did the janitor <laughs> say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe not that funny. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Maybe. We're we're fucking hilarious. So funny. Um, My last question is, what is your least favorite holiday and why? Least favorite? Yes. Least favorite? Least favorite. President's Day. Because why? Is that good enough? No. What do you mean? No. You have to give me a reason. Because why do we have a President's Day? That wasn't the question. Why is that your least favorite holiday? Because why do we celebrate it? <laughs> That's why. Oh, okay. My, my reason why <laughs> is because I don't understand why we celebrate that. Nobody ever talks about it. You know, like, it's not like a memorial where people are like, oh, remember all these presidents, blah, blah, blah. You know, like when you have Veterans Day, you're honoring the, like, you know who you're, like, there's a lot of media and there's a lot of reminders and all that stuff. When you get to President's Day, it's like, what? Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll accept it. All right. <laughs> I was feeling a little pressure on that one. Um, my least favorite holiday is Valentine's Day. Ooh. Because I think that you shouldn't need a holiday to express your love to the yeah. people that you love. Wow, you sound just like that guy who told me he did not want to go out on a Valentine's Day with, date with me and then showed up and professed his love. <laughs> no, I didn't say I would do Look, that. I didn't but... need to show up on Valentine's Day to tell you I loved you, but I thought that it was like the most appropriate time to actually tell you that I loved you when you're on a date with my friend. I do just think it's like a really overdone holiday and I just don't really think that there's, I just don't like it. Okay. The end. The end. Period. Period. That was the end of my (laughs) questions. Okay. Uh, My last question, and then I guess we can wrap things up, is... um, I'm a little sneezy. Were Ross and Rachel on a break? (laughs) No. They were not officially on a break. Ross just used that as an excuse to sleep with that hoe (laughs) from the Photoshop. Who's hoe? Um, no, because if I said that Ross and Rachel were on a break, then it means that Ross was justified in doing what he did. Mm. Or that's, excuse me, he uses that to justify what he did, that they were on a break. But I am 100% on Rachel's side. They were not on a break. What about you? (laughs) They were 100% on a break. But. Disagree. (laughs) No, hold on. They were. She said, I need a break from us. Therefore, they were on a break. However, Ross supposedly loved Rachel so much. He'd been pining after her for years. So him, the night of, mere hours after that, going to another woman and being okay with it was incredibly wrong. So yes, they were on a break, but that is a technicality for you to act like a dick and have a really bad... Uh, experience and then to have hidden it from Rachel and all the stuff that he did afterwards just showed like a sleazy side of Ross Ross that I didn't like but they were on a break 
They were not on an official break. She said, they, "We need. I need a break from yeah. us. That is a break. But you do not say, we're on a break, a separation. Okay, fine. Let's like go get ice cream, right? That's what he says. And then she says, no, a break from us. He said, let's go get some frozen yogurt. Some whatever. <laughs> to- toast the best time, Cal Froyo. You don't know that clip, do you? You're so young. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree. We are going to have to. But I, literally, he's like, okay, fine. So he walked out the door thinking they were on a break, which is correct. But if he loved her so much, he would not have done what he did. He would not have been with Xerox Coffee Girl or Coffee Shop Girl. <laughs> what was she? Xerox Girl. I was a Xerox Girl. Yeah. With super short hair. So he would not have done that if he truly loved her as much as he said he did. He made a poor decision and he fell back on really bad excuses. But they were he was a coward on a break. Actually, Rachel Aniston, Rachel Aniston, Jennifer <laughs> Aniston Is that Jennifer has Aniston? even <laughs> has even said that they were on a break. That's coming right, right from Rachel. Post friends. Coming from the horse's mouth, y'all. We were on a break. So we ended on a bit of a contentious question. But oh, <laughs> no, do we need to like lighten the mood again? No, I think it was fine. <laughs> I uh, I really enjoyed getting to know you though, and I'm looking Enjoy forward to our to next chit chat. Yeah, I think we're gonna try to do this every few episodes, maybe quarterly, yeah. whatever. But uh, we are gonna weave these types of episodes into the mix. So we hope you enjoyed it, and definitely keep sending in some questions for yeah, us to for put sure. on the podcast. Absolutely, something you want to know about us. Anything you want to know, within reason. Within um, reason. <laughs> so thank you for joining us on the Chicklet and Limations podcast with your hosts, Amanda. And Tony. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Anchor. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to subscribe, share, rate, and leave a review. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at Chicklet and Libations, where you'll find our drink recipes, show notes, upcoming books, and so much more. We are Lit Chicks reviewing Chicklet. Stay, Stay spicy! spicy. Thank you.